Welcome to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast with your host, Audrey McLaughlin. Hey friend, welcome to episode 010 of the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey, and I am so glad that you're joining me today. Uh, If you haven't listened to episode 009, the episode before this, I encourage you to go back and listen to it before listening to this one, or at least after, because you're going to need both, right? So let me introduce myself. I am a functional integrative integrative, excuse me, equine practitioner. I help your horses stay healthy and rideable well into their 30s using functional and integrative natural holistic techniques. Okay, not a replacement for your better chiropractic, any of that stuff. So uh, be sure to keep those guys on speed dial as well. So today we're talking about releasing emotions, helping horses to release emotions. Um, The original technique came from this came for this came from um, a book called The Emotion Code. Um, The Emotion Code is focused on humans. So I'm also a a doctor of traditional naturopathy. And in my work with humans, um, I know that things happen on an emotional energetic level. And then as they're not dealt with, they become physical problems. Um, And that is also true for the animal kingdom for our equine partners. So today we're going to talk about how to identify the emotions that your horse may be working with, how to clear those emotions um, in yourself and in your horse. Well, I'm going to tell you how to do it in your horse and you do it in yourself the exact same way. So I want to start with a quote. So I, I once heard a quote, and I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but the gist of it is that if the sum total of all of your experiences makes up the tapestry of your life, It's the emotions that you've experienced through your life that give the tapestry its color, right? So, um, and the same is true with horses, right? Emotions are what gives color to our lives. So try to think of a world where emotions don't occur. Joy couldn't be possible happiness, excitement, contentment, relaxation, none of those things are possible without emotions. As anyone who's been around a horse or an animal of any kind, as any of you would tell me and as I would tell you, horses have emotions too. They may not be able to speak about them in English, but if you watch their behavior, if you get to know them either individually or, you know, as a species as a whole, you can begin to recognize their subtle changes in emotions. Think about it. Without words, your horse can express to you when they are feeling good, right? When they are relaxed or releasing. So you might get some yawning or some licking and chewing or one of those nice big deep type exhales, right? Um, They can certainly let you know when they're not happy, right? Those ears go flat back in the very marish of marish ways, right? Um, They can let you know when they're anxious or nervous. They can let you know when they don't want that bit in their mouth. You can see the muscles on the sides of their face, their lips literally tighten and purse. Um, They can do all of this without speaking, In the same regard, when an emotionally upsetting event happens to a horse, so maybe the horse witnesses an accident, 
Maybe the horse is involved in an accident. Maybe the horse um, got spooked in a trailer. Maybe the horse um, had someone that did something kind of unkind to them during feeding time. Um, a horse that is very head shy because whoever trained them uh, used physical, uh, let's call it physical reinforcement type methods um, that maybe caused some um, emotional damage, right? Uh, emotional, uh, emotionally upsetting events occur for horses as well. And they can suffer from trapped emotions from trapped energies or energetic blocks, just like people can. Now I could tell you all different kinds of stories about releasing emotions in horses. Um, one of my favorites is, um, or one of the best ways to test this out is if you have a herd bound horse, sometimes they're called buddy sour or barn sour or herd sour or herd bound, uh, a herd bound horse or a horse that is overly protective of its herd. So um, I worked with a horse who was the leader of the herd. And therefore, when you were to pull him away from his herd to ride, to work, to leave, <laughs> to go to an event, any of those things, um, he would throw a fit and almost become dangerous. And when we dug in, we found out that the reason why he was becoming dangerous, it wasn't because necessarily that he didn't want to leave his herd. I mean, that was part of it on the surface. But as we dug down deep to find out what emotions were involved, we discovered that he was trying to, he was worried because there's nobody there left to protect his herd. He is the protector um, of the herd. And so anytime you tried to move him away, as soon as he got out of sight from the herd, it was big explosion of, let's call it excitement, <laughs> but pulling and, um, rearing and bucking and throwing his head and calling out and doing all these things. And come to find out, it was the emotional impact of breaking away from the herd for him. So when I checked in around what emotions were there for him, um, I found helplessness. I found stubbornness. I found frustration. I found insecurity. I found pride. I found... Um, let me see back to his notes. I found rejection and I found anxiety. Now, interestingly, these emotions are also connected with particular meridians in the body. Horses have energetic meridians just like humans do. And so these affect things like spleen and stomach, uh, lung or colon meridians, um, liver and gallbladder meridians, and all of these meridians tie to really important things. One, they all tie to feet. Certain meridians tie to the front feet and certain meridians tie to the back feet. They run all through the the energetic, uh, the organs, physical organs, energetically, that they, uh, usually that they're named after. So liver clearly runs through liver. Uh, bladder runs through the bladder, but it also runs through kidneys and up over the head to the face. Um, and so, it's interesting when you start to look at these emotions and then you look at their feet and you say, oh, their front foot's out of balance. Well, that's where stomach is. So then you go through their history and oh my gosh, they have ulcers or their cribbers or, you know, and you can connect all of these things with the root, the root cause in that emotion, in that energetic block that is caused by holding on to that emotion. So what we did was we checked in what emotions need to be cleared. The second step, and you might hear that phrase, check in. So in episode nine, I taught you how to check in. Um, so you muscle test. So are there emotions that need to be cleared? What emotions are they? And I'll share the chart uh, on the blog at equineenergymed.com. It'll probably take me a few days to get it over there. Um, then you also 
you check in to see how many emotions they can release. You don't want to cause a healing crisis because horses are uh, much more delicate, if you will, than humans, especially in their body processes. So when um, even even for humans, you have to check in to see how many, but it's not as detrimental if you don't. Usually you'll get an answer between one and three as to the number of emotions that you can release that day. And then you can come back the next day and release more, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you do the actual release technique to release them. Okay. All right. So let's go through this in a little bit more detail so I can tell you exactly how to do it. So initially, there's two routes that you can take. One, you can just test to see if there are any unresolved emotions in your horse. And you simply do that by checking in with the horse. You can place your hand on the horse if you need to, but it's not necessary. Um, But you can place your hand on the horse and just say, say your horse's name is Captain. Are there any uh, unresolved emotions to be released from Captain today? And I recommend you do this every day. Every time you work with that horse, if you're going to ride them, if you're going to trailer them, if the farrier's coming, if you're taking them to the vet or the vet's coming out, do this every single day, okay? Now, or every single time that you're going to work with them. How about that? Um, Okay, so that's option one. Option two is if you already notice there's an imbalance, if there's something wrong, say they've gone lame on their front left for some reason, or they seem to not want to take right lead canter, something like that. Then the second thing, the second way to do it is to check in and say, is this imbalance related to an emotion? Now, it might not be the whole thing. So when I work with humans, I always say that each issue in the body is a tree with many roots. And it's the same for horses. So if you're horses refusing to take right lead canter, if you really have to force them to take right lead canter, or if they've shown up lame in the front left, then you can say, you can check in and say, is this imbalance related to an emotional issue? Now, if you get yes, then the next step is to say, is it optimal to clear some emotions today? If so, how many? And then you start checking in. Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? So you'll get a yes all the way up until it's to the optimal number. So if you get yes for one, yes for two, yes for three, no for four, then three is the number of emotions that you can check in and clear today. Now, there is a chart that goes with this. It's called the emotion code chart. And on that chart, there are two columns, column A and column B. There are six rows, and then there are five emotions within each column in each row. So the way I do this um, is... I am working very, very quickly if I'm working on a horse. And so I will check in column A, column B. I get a yes for column B. And then I'll check in row one, two, three, four, five. I get a yes for five. So, so far, it's like a bingo game. We're on B5. And then I'll check in emotion one, two, three. So B53 is the first emotion. Then you want to look at the chart, figure out what emotion B53 is, and also note what energetic meridian is that related to? So that can give you more clues as to what else is going on. And then you're going to do that for until you don't get any more emotions, right? Start at the top of the list. So if I'm clearing uh, emotions, emotion B53 is the first one that I'm going to clear. Once you have the emotions you're going to clear, you're going to start at the pole in between the ears, right? And you can use your right or left hand for this. I generally use my left hand, then my right hand, and then my left hand. And you're going to swipe from the pole down the neck, over the withers, across the back, over the rear to the tail, okay? My practice is to hover, you might choose to touch. Now, in the actual emotion code practitioner training, they teach you to use a magnet. Um, 
in all the other energy energy medicine modalities that I've trained in, your hands are the actual magnet. Your hands are actually electromagnetic. This is scientifically proven. So if you feel more comfortable using a magnet, you can certainly do that. Um, I just like to use my hands. If your hands are not energetically sensitive, you can rub them together. Go back a few episodes. I think it's episode 002, but don't quote me on that. Um, and work on making that energetic chi ball so that your hands can become more um, energetically sensitive. So like I said, you're going to start at the pole, you're going to work your way back and you can say out loud or to yourself, captain is now releasing, um, let's say hopelessness, captain is now releasing hopelessness all the way down to the tail. It is safe to release hopelessness all the way down to the tail. And you can just repeat similar phrases, releasing hopelessness down to the tail. Generally, it takes three to five times. You'll know when it's time to stop doing that. And then you check in. Is it true and accurate that we cleared hopelessness from Captain? Yes or no? Okay. If you get a no, that's a little bit more of an advanced technique. It could be something like a heart wall. Um, And it might mean that there's more to do to release that trapped emotion. That might be something that we go into in a workshop. Oh, by the way, on Equine Energy Med, I do have a place for you to drop your email address so that when I do um, either in-person or online workshops, we can start um, sending out notices for that. So if if there is enough interest in an advanced class on this, then we can work on uh, emotion coding for horses and talk about some of those deeper levels in a more advanced type workshop or class. Um, so basically, you're going to do that. You're going to do if it's optimal to release one, two or three emotions or more. Generally, three is the cap. Um, then you're going to go ahead and do that, making sure you check in each time to see if it is resolved. Now, I've seen some pretty miraculous recoveries just with this technique. However, most things, most imbalances in the body are, like I said, trees with many roots. And so if your horse is lame in the left front, won't take right lead canter, um, is, you know, seems to have a hawk issue, then there could be more going on. There could be physical imbalances that have now manifested because these emotional energetic imbalances were not handled. In the same regard, if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again and getting the same results, so if you're injecting hawks over and over and over again, and it's just not lasting, it's just not sticking, all of these things keep happening, then maybe there is an energetic emotional component that also needs to be released. This is a really, really powerful technique. I encourage you to get out, try it on your horses, do it for yourself as well. Here's a quick tip to make it work a little bit better. Um, Before you start, you want to adjust your polarity. So you can do that in two ways. The big way is to take your right hand and put it on your left shoulder and then kind of dig in to that trapezius muscle and pull the energy all the way across to your right hip. And then you're going to take your left hand dig into that trapezius muscle on your right shoulder and cross it over to your left hip. So you do that crisscross across your body a couple of times to adjust your polarity. It's not going to hurt you if you're if you're already adjusted. Most people are out of balance. Another way that you can do it is you can take your right fingertips, put it on the right side of your eye, so almost at your temple bone, uh, and then run it across your forehead to your left side. You can do that three to five times. And then you can do it to the horse. So before you start emotion code work on your horse, put your fingertips on the right side of the occipital bone. So just on the right side of the eyeball, you're not poking them in the eye, you're going above their eye, go across their forehead to the left side, and just do that two or three times to, um, to make sure their 
polarity is in balance before you do this type of energy work. So I hope you'll try it. I hope you'll come check us out uh, at equineenergymed.com. Find me on Instagram at equineenergymedicine.com. Although I've been on a social media break, I'll be back there on Monday. Um, Monday, the uh, somewhere around the 13th, I think is Monday. (laughs) So or the 12th, somewhere in there. Um, So Here's the thing, guys, the great thing about using emotion code about muscle testing on horses, especially for trapped emotions, is that what you see is what you get. Take it from me as someone who's worked with humans and animals. Horses don't pretend like they're feeling better just to make you happy, right? Just to make you feel like you do it. The effect is often immediate and quite profound for these animals. So I encourage you to check it out and let me know how it goes. I am always here for questions. I love, love, love to answer your questions. Um, Head over to equineenergymed.com. Make sure you drop your email in so that uh, you can get information when we have online and in-person workshops. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. We'll catch you in the next episode.